Happy New Year, White Sox fans. A new sense of hope and perhaps a new sense of optimism as we slowly turn our focus to spring training. Can 2023 be the year of Andrew Vaughn? He will definitely have the opportunity to break out, but what could hold him back? And it's time for some New Year's resolutions as I try to move on from a disappointing 2022. You are Locked On White Sox, your daily Chicago White Sox podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Sox fans, welcome to Locked On White Sox. Thank you for making Locked On White Sox your first listen each and every day. Uh, we're free and available on all platforms. Follow us on Twitter at Lockdown Socks. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, just search Locked On White Socks. Hey, I'm your host, Nick Morawski, a lifelong diehard Chicago White Sox fan, recording this podcast uh, just blocks from the ballpark in beautiful Bridgeport. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTV. Hey, really appreciate you letting me steal some of your time to talk off-season White Sox. A Lockdown White Sox is part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Oscar Colas is an exciting player to watch in 2023, uh, but who will be watching out for him? Uh, and I want to remain positive and optimistic, but sometimes I feel like I've been hurt uh, too many times. And I would like to declare... 2023 as the year of Andrew Vaughn, and I know I'm not the only one. Uh, hey, welcome back to Lockdown White Sox. Hey, we are in this off-season mode, and if you haven't noticed, we have shifted to three episodes a week instead of five. But again, if there is some major news on the White Sox front, uh, the episode number can always be modified. Look for episodes on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday uh, this week. Uh, hey, Happy New Year. Um, got a challenge for all of you out there. You know, I was going through doing some spying, I guess, on some other YouTube channels in the AL Central and uh, a little disappointed. We are trailing uh, Locked on Guardians, Locked on Twins, and Locked on uh, Tigers. So here's the challenge. We got to get this channel up to a thousand. We're close and I think we can do it. I was hoping for a thousand uh, before the season started. I think we can blow past that. And uh, I'm a competitive person and we cannot be trailing uh, those other teams. So really appreciate all the support already, all the subscribers. This this channel has grown so much uh, during the 2022 season. So uh, appreciate uh, a follow, a subscribe uh, helps out so much. And uh, Let's get to the top of the AL Central. Um, also, something really exciting we're going to do here in uh, 2023. We're going to do something uh, a lot of other uh, podcasts have done it. And I think there's been a, a similar version uh, a while ago with, with Sean and, and Herb and Chris. Uh, we're going to do a mailbag. A mailbag Wednesdays is what we're going to do. And then the first one is going to be on tomorrow's episode. And have an opportunity to just air some grievances. You got questions, you want to rant, you want to vent, you want to just make a comment. You know, this is a good spot to do it. It's a, it's a Gmail account, uh, lockedonsocks at gmail.com. 
locked on socks at gmail.com. Uh, you know, if you are on Twitter a lot, you just wanted to send me a direct message uh, through locked on white socks or through my personal Twitter account. I get that that might be easier for you as well, but I know there's a lot of folks that aren't on social media. Uh, use that. Uh, email address locked on socks at gmail.com. Uh, get those questions in by Tuesday afternoon if you can, and we'll try to feature as many as possible on the Wednesday episodes. Answer some of your questions and what in the world is going on with this team? What can we maybe expect in 2023? Speaking of 2023, I am calling this the year of Andrew Vaughn. Um, why not, right? Uh, tons of pressure on this young man as he steps out of the shadow of Jose Abreu. Um, I don't know how he's going to handle it. Who knows? I mean, baseball is such a mental game. We've heard that over the years. And uh, there, there is a lot on his shoulders. Uh, the, the White Sox bet on Andrew Vaughn. Uh, by letting Jose Abreu walk, and of course by drafting uh, Andrew Vaughn so high a few years ago, uh, this seemed to have been, you know, a, a plan that was set in place a while ago. And uh, yes, it is going to sting for a while that Jose Abreu is not in a White Sox uniform anymore. And uh, you know, I am not looking forward to seeing him in a Houston Astros. A jersey come March 30th, but my focus is on Andrew Vaughn. He is the one that is in a White Sox uniform, and uh, he has got, you know, a world of potential, and I, I really think that uh, the fact that he is not going to be shifting all over the field, playing left field, playing right field, he took some, some reps at second base uh, last year. And, you know, he said all the right things, you know, all the politically correct, uh, you know, the things you would expect to hear from a team player, quote unquote, I'm just here to help the team. I'm willing to, you know, participate, you know, wh whatever I can, that's all fine and good, but you know, to keep down, uh, this guy wants to play first base. He wants to be a power hitting first baseman. That is his natural position. He is going to have that opportunity to do that. He is going to be the first baseman, and he follows in a, in a line here. And, and we're going to talk a little bit about the meaning of that. But uh, from Frank Thomas to Paul Canerco to Jose Abreu, now to Andrew Vaughn. Big shoes to fill, no doubt. But I, I'm betting on him. I am betting on Andrew Vaughn. Will he be a gold glover? I mean, was Paul Canerco a gold glover? Was Jose Abreu? We know Frank Thomas was not. And I think, you know, this guy, he's going to be able to field his, his own. And, and I'm not saying first base is, is an easier position than left field and right field, but the amount of different outfields that he had to learn, you know, uh, from away stadiums, uh, switching from left to right and how the ball would bounce off of the wall and, and how much room he has down the line. I mean, first base is, is, is pretty consistent uh, across the board in MLB, and, and that's his natural position. Uh, you know, he, he's a worker. He's got a, a crazy work ethic. He's a cerebral guy. Uh, I think he's going to hold his own. Uh, and he might surprise us defensively. But I think the fact that he is going to uh, maintain his natural position, first base, I think that will carry over, and it, he will be more comfortable at the play. He doesn't have to worry about, oh, well, you know, what do I have to figure out defensively 
you know, out there when I get out in the field, that's not going to be a concern as much. I think finding a mentor is a, is a big deal. And uh, my co-host on the Good Guys Talk Back uh, White Sox weekly podcast, Pat Hester, had a great point on our most recent episode. Maybe look at a guy like Paul Canerco. Reach out to Paul Canerco. I don't know uh, if that's Jerry Reinsdorf, if that's Rick Hahn, Kenny Williams, maybe Pedro Grafol makes that call and says, you know what? You are in Arizona. Would you mind talking to Andrew Vaughn for us during spring training? Somebody that Vaughn, and maybe that's already been happening. Somebody that Andrew Vaughn can check in with. Uh, how? What was it like for you coming out of the shadow uh, of a Frank Thomas? How did you, you know, come into your own? And and you know, Andrew Vaughn has got similar situations. If you if you look at the if you look at those and you put them side by side, uh, obviously. Andrew Vaughn uh, drafted a lot higher than Paul Canerco. You know, uh, we think a lot more of Andrew Vaughn uh, than we did about Paul Canerco. Paul Canerco surprised a lot of us uh, and came into his own. Andrew Vaughn has got a lot on his shoulders right now, and it's finally his time uh, to shine. What's possible for Andrew Vaughn? I mean, 20 to 25 home runs. Uh, is that crazy? 80 to 90, 100 RBIs, I, that might be a little too much. Uh, but he's got another go around. You know he's going to be studying and has been uh, opposing pitchers, especially those right-handed pitchers. They 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 got to him, uh, especially the breaking stuff. Uh, he got into some ruts uh, this past season, which was expected, but can't have that. you know. And, and, the, and the, the, the tough thing is going to be when he does – get into a slump and they're going to happen, or if he doesn't start off hot mm, right away, you know, you're going to have people uh, just down his throat about mm, shouldn't have let Jose Abreu walk. That's going to be unfortunate. You, you can't go that way. You got to let him come into his own. You got to forget about Jose Abreu right now. What could prevent Andrew Vaughn from having a breakout year? Health. I mean, he struggled with some back issues. Uh, that's been a, a lingering thing for him. Maybe playing first base will limit those injuries. Maybe it was too much uh, to be handling left field and right field. And, and, and his body is just not made for that. Uh, and that created some back problems, some unnecessary back problems. Perhaps uh, playing first base uh, will quiet some of that. Uh, an interesting little blurb from MLB.com recently uh, this was by Sarah Lang, does an outstanding job. Uh, Sarah Lang's, uh, the article was one incredible stat for each team. Of course, I went right to the White Sox, and, and this was uh, the blurb for the Southsiders. Only three players hit the ball harder on a per-swing basis than Andrew Vaughn in 2022, minimum 350 batted balls, uh, 20 0.7% of Vaughn's swings resulted in hard contact tied with Juan Soto for fourth highest uh, behind only Jordan Alvarez, uh, Yadi Diaz, and Alejandro Kirk. Uh, and Sarah Langs says, why do we care? Because hard contact, uh, that is why we care. With a 95-plus miles-per-hour exit velocity, that results in a 488 batting average and a 954 slugging percentage league-wide. That is a nice stat to have on your resume for Andrew Vaughn. And then there was another MLB blurb. This was from a beat writer, Scott Merkin. 
Uh, MLB players poised to break out in 2023 and Andrew Vaughn for the Chicago White Sox. Uh, Merkin wrote, uh, the 24-year-old already has turned into turned two uh, solid big league seasons in while leading the White Sox with 17 home runs and 76 RBIs last season behind uh, only 254 previous minor league plate appearances. But the departure of franchise icon Jose Abreu to Houston via free agency and Vaughn's move from the outfield to his natural position of first base should only help his comfort level in 2023 Vaughn has had slow finishes in each of the last two seasons, but part of those struggles could be attributed to the wear and tear of outfield action. Uh, There are endless reasons to go negative as a Chicago White Sox fan, but maybe keeping a positive approach is the way to go. I'm going to tell you what my New Year's resolutions are for my South Side fandom. Uh, More on that in a moment. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from pro football to college bowl season uh, to basketball. Uh, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. If you love sports podcasts, and I'm sure you do, you can find those at BetOnline as well. Uh, always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Uh, Bet online where the game starts. I'm sure you have made some uh, New Year's resolutions for yourself, some personal, uh, maybe health-oriented uh, resolutions. Maybe you'd like to return to accustomed levels as we all would. Uh, I made some for myself as a fan. Th- these are my fandom New Year's resolutions, and I made some for the White Sox if they care. Uh, So for me personally, I am going to try very hard to let go of 2022. Tried to say goodbye last week uh, on the podcast. Got all of the bad stuff of 2022 uh, out of the way. It was by far one of the most disappointing uh, seasons uh, in my lifetime. For, For younger fans, it was obviously the, the most disappointing uh, season in, in their lifetime and trying to let go of that and uh, and not refer to it as much like it's over uh, and, and just trying to reference it. Of course, it happened. Got to learn from that. And I think that's why you've seen the changes that you have and the direction that the White Sox are going, but uh, letting go of 2022 for sure. Going to try very hard, uh, especially at the beginning here, to, to stay positive and be more optimistic. Uh, again, there are, I feel like, a million reasons to go negative as a White Sox fan. I mean, that's the reality of being a Sox fan under the rule of Reinsdorf. But uh, I'm going to, you know, assume that players are going to stay healthy. I'm going to assume health and, and a return to accustomed levels until it's no longer uh, an option, of course, uh, but just going to try to, in general, just stay positive. I want to give this Pedro Grifol-led ball club uh, a chance to prove me wrong. I was confused by the hire of Grifol, but I have really uh, come to like the coaching staff, everybody here that he's surrounded himself with, uh, uh, everybody that he's put in place, and I've enjoyed hearing about the plans laid out. 
to return to accustomed levels, to help these players uh, succeed. There is a ton of pressure on Grafold's shoulders. Uh, he's got a tall task, uh, and I want to be with him, and, and, and I want to support him in his efforts to create a positive, prepared culture. I mean, that's what he talked about in his initial uh, conversations. Uh, I want to have an open mind as he enforces accountability and, and urgency uh, from the get-go. Now, I've been a fan a very long time. I have followed this team closely for a very long time, have been podcasting about this team uh, for five years, and I know better, right? But I'm going to really try to stay in the positive, optimistic lane uh, and uh, I encourage you to may maybe try that, but I get it. Uh, it's tough to do. I've been hurt far too many times, as I'm sure you have, but but I'm going to give it a go. Uh, in terms of players, these are these have got to be big years for Giolito and Grandal. Contract years in, in, in a lot of ways. Uh, all the great stuff that has been written about what Yasmani Grandal has been doing in the offseason to get himself right. Uh, it's one thing to, to put that work in. It's another thing to see you know, uh, the end result, but you got to put the work in first, right? It's all about that process. And, and it seems like he's doing it as is Giolito trying to return to his former self and wash away whatever happened uh, in 2022. How about Luis Robert? Can we finally see uh, that MVP player, that, that dangerous player? I mean, he, in my mind, is the difference maker. Uh, if he is that feared hitter, which we know he can be, and we've seen glimpses, he completely changes the lineup. When a when an opposing pitching staff has to think so much about one player, it makes everybody else more dangerous. And uh, I, I boy, uh, let's have that be a New Year's resolution for Luis Robert. Like, be the man, be Mister Danger in this White Sox lineup. Got to stay healthy, uh, of course. Uh, Mancada and TA. Mancada, can you get back to 2019? You know, we haven't heard a lot about him this offseason of what he's up to. He's going to be participating in the World Baseball Classic for Team Cuba along with Robert. Maybe that will get him going, you know, uh, get the ball moving, so to speak. So when the actual season, when March 30th hits, he's already been playing in competitive games. Uh, and Tim Anderson, can we get you back, man? Can we get you back uh, to the talk of baseball? you know, get, get you back to the AL batting leader, get you back healthy consistently being the face of baseball. Got to be on the field for that. Uh, you are how you go is how this white Sox team will go. We've heard it from a lot of players and, uh, got to have you on the field. Let's get you back to, to really the straw that stirs, uh, this South side drink. Um, yeah. And for the team, I would say, you know, play with a chip on your shoulder, you know, as you start preparing for Glendale, as you start preparing for Arizona, erase the embarrassment uh, and make some noise early on. Uh, you were a disappointment last year. Uh, be ready to punch some teams in the mouth, surprise them, and prove uh, the AL wrong, especially the AL Central early, early, April and May. Get to it. Uh, Oscar Colas could be the next best uh, big thing. Uh, and maybe best thing for the Chicago White Sox. I'm going to tell you why he needs to be set up for success. Uh, more on that uh, in a moment. Hey, today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Looking for a delicious treat but don't want all the fat and calories? Then you got to try a Built Bar. Uh, we just got through the holidays, and I know personally uh, my goal is to eat a little healthier 
And if you're like me, or you want to eat healthier, but don't want to compromise taste, then I have got the thing for you. You have got to try uh, Built. With Built, healthy is actually tasty. Uh, they are so delicious, you won't think they're good for you. Perfect for your New Year's resolution. What makes Built Bars so good? Uh, for starters, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. That's right, real chocolate. And they come in unbelievably uh, delicious flavors like churro, uh, peanut butter brownie and coconut almond. Uh, these bars taste like a candy bar while maintaining amazing macros. And what's even better is that they are healthy. Only 130 calories and four grams of sugar with a whopping 14 grams of protein. And you and now, get this, you don't need to wait around to get a box in the mail for years. We've been talking about ordering your Built Bars at Built.com. Now you can get them at your local Walmart or Sam's Club. That's right. Head to your nearest Walmart today. Walk to the pharmacy section and grab yourself a box of Built Bars. You can pick up a four-bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate, or coconut puffs. Some news and notes uh, as we uh, reflect here on this first week of 2023. Uh, before, uh, you know, actually, the before 2022 closed, uh, we we saw Gene Segura, one of the last great hopes, I would say, for second base for the White Sox in terms of free agency. Segura signed with the with the Marlins, and it sure and, and Sox could have afforded that. They absolutely could have afforded that deal. I don't know if you saw it. It was it was not much. So internal options for the Sox. It looks like it uh, bearing a trade. And speaking of trades, like when is this big trade going to happen? Like Rick Hahn. You, you told us about this big trade. You prepared us for a trade. It's the way the Sox are going to get better this offseason. What did they do? They handed out the largest contract to a free agent and shored up left field. That's great and all, but what about these trades? Easier said than done. You've got to find a trading partner, and that's the White Sox, man. They, they try to find something to materialize instead of doing it on their own. We'll see. Still some offseason left, of course. Uh, ESPN came out. I don't know if you saw this. ESPN came out with their way too early power rankings and no shocker, Chicago White Sox right at 14 middle of the road. And I think that's fair. I mean, a lot of people will say actually the biggest acquisition, the biggest deal that the White Sox had uh, was bringing in Pedro Grifol. That was the highlight. Now I would say Andrew Benatendi is, is a solid move, especially if that hand is a hundred percent. I think we can expect big things from him, especially when Jose Castro and uh, Chris Johnson start speaking the language and he buys into it. But Sox right there. I, and, and honestly, I, that's where I think the Sox can catch a lot of people off guard. You know, they, they can make hay in April and May playing with some urgency right off the get go, you know, playing with some heart and hustle, some passion, some grinder rules, so to speak. And uh, they're not going to be in the AL elite conversation. They're not. Uh, they they absolutely can win the AL Central. Uh, but until you've got guys that really return to accustomed levels and beyond, they're not going to be in that upper tier conversation in the American League right now. Uh, and then uh, MLB had an article from Jonathan Mayo, Sam Dykstra, and Jim Callis. This was refreshing to read. Prospect debuts they're excited to see in 2023. And for the White Sox, of course, it was Oscar Colas, uh, number two 
in the White Sox system in all of MLB, ranked 95th. Uh, according to uh, Mayo Dykstra and Callis, uh, Colas signed for a $2.7 million deal last January. Colas lived up to expectations in his U.S. debut, uh, batting 314, 371, 524 with 23 homers while rising from high A to triple A and looking like the next Cuban star for the White Sox with his well above average raw power and arm strength. He fits the right field profile nicely. And Chicago happens to have a need at that position. Yes, they do. So my question is, who is going to help this man out? Uh, Jose Abreu was the mentor to guys like Mancada, Luis Robert, Aloy Jimenez, and, and many others. Who is going to mentor Oscar Colas? I, I think it will be very important to a, a veteran uh, to have somebody to look up to uh, and someone that will guide Colas through what he's about to embark on. Um, if Colas doesn't reach out uh, or a player does not search him out, I, I hope Pedro Grifol and the coaching staff are all over this situation. Set Colas up for success. It's got to be part of that whole culture conversation. Folks, thank you so very much for making this podcast part of your daily routine. You can find the Lockdown White Sox podcast absolutely everywhere you find your podcast. We're on Twitter at Lockdown Sox. You can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTB. Hey, don't forget about Mailbag Wednesdays. Uh, get those comments, questions in uh, LockedOnSox at gmail.com. And hey, let's get up that, that subscriber uh, count on YouTube. Let's take over the AL Central. Let's get it to 1,000 as quick as we possibly can. Uh, thanks for making Lockdown White Sox your first listen every day. And uh, now make your second listen Locked on MLB Prospects. Uh, host Lindsey Crosby is a prospect encyclopedia, and he's going deep on the MLB stars of tomorrow. It's free and available uh, wherever you get your podcasts. Coming up in the next episode, I will continue. Uh, to take a look at off-season scenarios for the Chicago White Sox as the Pedro Grafol era moves full steam ahead, and we count down those days uh, to spring training. Really appreciate you making time for the Lockdown White Sox podcast. I'm Nick Morawski, and until next time, go Sox!